Hi, Adam. Hey, Trey. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Um, I have a big update from the big update that I had last time, last episode, last week. Yeah. You're pregnant. Oh, my God. I wish. Uh, I mean, could be. We really don't know at this point. It takes a few weeks before you can test. Anyway, um, I have gotten an accepted offer on a condo. So yeah. uh, even though it wasn't that long ago that it was like you make home ownership sound so awful, I still went forward with it. And, um, and now you get to experience that for yourself. Yes, but like on a much smaller scale. This is a di- a condo is different than like a a three story house, and yeah, like yeah, I I think with every the with how quick this has been, which is like unprecedentedly quick is a word. Um, I think we've I, made up our fair share of words oh, on this podcast. But yeah. at this point, we should just keep going. Oh, absolutely. Um. So yeah, you're. Your favorite little person is going to be, I don't know what to, what to call myself, is going to be a homeowner and, and a, a whole a whole adult. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's in a great location. I'm really happy with the place. Yeah. Can you tell us your address? Uh, it is. No, don't tell us. I'm going to say your address. <laughs> oh, don't do that either. Um, yeah, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah. Owning property you? is a good investment. Oh, we went... <sighs> to the south for the holidays. That's the south. Mm-hmm. The holidays sound great. Yeah. Gosh, what fine. did you do with your cats that were here the whole time? Did you bring them with you? No, they just, as far as I know, they just existed on their own. Oh, wow. They just managed to kept take getting, care of themselves. We kept getting pictures of them, but it was from some number that's not saved in my phone. Oh, my God. So- no, Adam. Adam looked over, watched our cats. Every time I text you, I still get, "Who is this?" <laughs> I um, yeah, we appreciate it. We took the dog with us. Mm-hmm. Dog was good. Dogs travel better than cats. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was you know, quick, quick trip. Um, just a quick trip to the south. Just a quick. What? How long is 15, that drive? 15 to 17 hour drive. I, I don't know how you people do that. And I do it in one shot, too. I just God. don't even... I, I I wouldn't even take breaks. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I will say you the older... bumps on the, the steering wheel while you drive? Yes. <laughs> My God. Uh, the, 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 the older I get, the harder it seems to be getting to do that. Yeah. Um, it's not fun. I would, I would never do that. I don't know. It's kind of fun. No. It's I'm ready to like, I'm ready to like be done with driving even when I just drive to like New York. Well, I have to remember that you didn't, we all went down to on a little like family friendcation mm-hmm. thing to Tennessee, a, what, a couple of years ago now? Yeah. And Adam decided to fly down. Yeah. Instead of driving with us, move. which was a great, yeah, which is a great move. Uh, I don't like but, that. But, uh, what you, I mean, you missed such great things. You missed um, no, I didn't. the 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 truck we saw on fire on the side of the highway. Uh, you missed. I can Google that. <laughs> true. You missed us getting swarmed by cicadas in Virginia. 
I don't want to Google that. It was pretty awful. I don't like this. Isn't a fun time. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't like. I mean, like road trips are fine, but I would genuinely need to be like, okay, every three to four hours, we're like stopping. We're like stopping and like getting a sit down meal, and like maybe exploring the area, like doing something fun in between. I cannot. Usually I would stop and get like a meal like that, like halfway through to kind of break up the monotony, but we couldn't do that because the dog was with us. And that's, I just can't, Mm -hmm. I don't know how people do it. Well, you just keep your eyes open and hope. Yeah, but like, uh, I would, I would have been a passenger Mm -hmm. in the situation that didn't happen. You don't even have to keep your eyes open. Yeah, but. You can just hope. Uh, that sounds boring. That's extremely well, bring boring. Bring a book. Talk to people. For 18 <laughs> hours? Yeah. Oh, no. You don't even want that. Maybe not from you. Yeah, it was I, fine, though. Trapped in a very small <laughs> space with me. And what, what that would have been like three or four other people. It was too many people. It was so you made the, the way good choice yeah of, of uh and don't ever down. ask me to do it again i will always fly down fair enough you'll just meet us i had a very um, i had a valid reason for needing to fly yes in that situation it wasn't like oh no i don't want to drive with you guys but i just want you to know that i won't do it even if i could good great i'm happy about it me too so what are we talking about this week we are, what are talking, we talking about this year this year <laughs> oh yeah that's right well no by the time this airs it'll be 2023 right this yeah this is the first episode of the new year happy new year but not for us recording it yeah but for you listening to it yeah happy new year i hope you had a happy new year and everyone got home safe but we're still able to drink the amount that they needed to for 2022 mm-hmm and and so our first topic of the new year um, is going to be stage management as well as um, crews, like having like having a, a a crew of people helping out um, with the like a stage. Sorry, I should just say stage crew, stage manager, stage crew, um, yeah, and all that fun stuff. So here's my question for you, Trey, on this topic is. Okay. Have you ever, in your many years of working with stage managers, has the role of the stage manager in community theater been a consistent one? Where, like, they all pretty much do the same things, or has it varied? Oh, it's just a mishmash of whatever people feel like they should be doing. Okay, great. That's my experience, too. But, yeah, it's it sort of just seems like, there's never a clear defined set of things that a stage manager does specifically in community theater, at least not as defined as a stage director, a a music director, a choreographer. Like those are all pretty clear. Sure. But like a stage manager, I've seen from doing almost nothing, like literally like they're in charge of like making sure that you stay on script during rehearsals and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And then like, Maybe like they don't even they don't even do anything during tech week. Like I've seen like nothing to like genuinely like I like I am running back of house, mm-hmm. like on the headset, running auditions, run like 
in charge of like running tech on like without the director's help at all, like go like fully involved, yeah, making choices, making artistic choices too. So what is yikes? I don't see anything wrong with making artistic choices. Not not like I I always think like it's this it's on the technical side. It's on the state like they should also be. Oh, well, they're yeah. part uh like they're in charge of certain things. So like like this goes into working with like they are in charge of the stage crew and making artistic choices and how they are incorporated so that like this is like the the transitions aren't garbage sure because the, i honestly in my opinion the biggest stopper of a show is transitions and i i don't see them done well in in even the most professional settings i would agree with that i uh, yeah well let's get into it so yeah. like <clears throat> what do you think in a perfect world, let's say you are directing a show or involved in the production side of a show, right? In your perfect world, what would a stage manager do? A stage manager? Yes, sir. Did you have... What? It really sounded like I was going to say more to that sentence. You and did. I, think I thought I was going to, but then I just stopped okay. talking. Yeah, I felt I felt like I cut you off. Yeah, no, which go, is something I never do on this podcast. I would never cut you off. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> what? Let me just take the whole thing again. Mm -hmm. What should a stage manager uh, do? Well, I was thinking. Thank you. Um, I think that they should like they oh they they truly own the like physical space of the stage. So they should make sure that during rehearsals, sets where sets go if. Uh, we assume that sets are not built yet. Your stage is, is taped off accordingly so that sure. your, your the direction and the actors know how to move across the space in a way that best um, resembles the space that they will um, during performances. Um, they should be the ones organizing the crew and thinking ahead. How many people do you need? Um, how are you going? Like, how do you make transition work? Transition transitions work. Um, rigging like all of the the rigging curtain work backdrops they should be helping out with like how is the set going to work in that space um call it being able to call out cues for lighting mm -hmm. um i'm just i mean i can't say it in one like succinct way except for like they are in charge of the physical space of the stage and or the performance space the the house in its entirety and they are the ones that kind of like are crucial to ensuring that every like every non um, acting cue is given for the actual performance itself. What do you think? Am I what am I missing, or do you think I'm go I've I've increased their scope far too much? No, I think that's all correct, as well as. I think a huge part that's often missed, well, I think a stage manager should be the one on book mm -hmm. during like runs, especially yeah. as actors start to get off book throughout a process. I think the stage manager is the person who needs to be sitting there, script in hand, ready to provide an actor with a line. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've been in situations where it's like another actor doing it because the stage manager isn't. Uh, I think typically that I, would go to like a, like in a full, pro, like 
Because it has nothing to, like, that's a weird thing for a stage manager to do just based off of their title alone. But I understand that, like, most community theaters don't have an assistant director that's doing something like this. Um, or an assistant stage manager. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's going to be, like, it so ends it up So it kind of rolls into, well, and, yeah. So the other thing I think that they should be doing is uh, they should be taking succinct and clear notes about all of the blocking that's going on. Oh, yeah. That's, that's something that I don't point. see a lot of. I don't see that. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Maybe once I, or twice I've seen I'm going to be honest. I think what we just discovered is maybe a problem or maybe I'm going to fall out of my chair. I'm just so excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a problem or maybe I think that the role of stage manager, a lot of what you listed off should be done by like the tech director. Um, you think the technical director? I think, I think things with like lights and and curtains and sets should be certainly like a stage manager like taping off a, a mm -hmm. rehearsal space is absolutely correct. Um, and dealing with the crew, if there is a crew, which I'm sure we'll get into in a second, oh, absolutely, will um, would be definitely under the scope of stage manager. I do mm -hmm. feel like a lot of things get rolled into this title of. Stage manager, kind of like we, what we talked about with director. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it has just become in the community theater sphere. Yeah, this like catch-all of like, well, I guess that's a stage manager job. I mean, right. And here's the thing: is I, hold on, I'm trying to think about what I can say. Yeah, I could say this. I went to a non-named, nondescript professional development day mm -hmm. somewhere and someone was supposed to be talking oh, about... Oh, I love that place. Yeah, it's great. Somewhere, Someone yeah. was supposed to be talking about uh, stage management and like how to be a stage manager, mm -hmm. how to be an effective stage manager and um, didn't really give a lot of information about being a stage manager. It was like, well, you have to like keep morale up and make sure that everybody's... Uh, schedule works and make and I was just like oh, yeah, well scheduling, I mean sure. yeah scheduling Wait, sure yeah, but a little bit there's so m I was actually very interested going in I was like oh this is gonna be very interesting because there's so many yeah. things that fall onto this umbrella mm -hmm. in this uh, particular space particularly like I love to hear like what you think it should be done like how yeah. you get it done I've seen stage managers uh, finding props for mm -hmm. shows, yeah. I've seen stage managers. I mean, kind of like what you said. I kind of run the gamut. Yeah, like I have seen stage managers and worked with stage managers who just legitimately do nothing. Yeah, like they're in the rehearsals. Yeah, and they're they good just to like become the director's like bitch. Yeah, or just like I don't know. I just think maybe nobody told like. Nobody has a definition for the role, so it's like whatever you think it is is right. what it becomes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the there are stage managers who like literally just yell, and mm -hmm. that's like well, that's what they uh, think yeah. it is is like just yelling at actors to get in places. Yeah, and it's like, well, seen, but seen you're not that. doing any of the other things that right. justifies, even if you could say like. Well, you're doing everything great, so that justifies you yelling at the actors. Right. You're not even doing those things. You're just in rehearsal, right? Hanging. 
there is that um that stereotype of stage managers that they're just like constantly stressed and actors get in the way of their their job and i'm sh- i'm sure that stereotype absolutely comes from somewhere but i feel like a lot of a, a fair a, a fair amount of stage managers that i've seen kind of take that stereotype and decide that that is their personality so they just yeah. like yell and like make the the situation not fun for sure for community theater and in the, in that same vein it's kind of like i mean are you putting in even the same amount of work as like your least used ensemble person right because there are definitely times when i'm i've been like i've been the least used ensemble person and i'm like i mean i'm doing more work than you so right like i i don't it, it's it's nice that you have time to yell at us. Well, and that's not to say I've worked with some really really phenomenal oh, absolutely. stage managers, but it's so few and far between mm-hmm. that most of the time, I, like, I'm just like, what what is this person even doing here? Yeah. Until you know, if a stage manager calls the show, and that's all they're going to do. Okay, why are you in rehearsals then? Unless you need, like, come to the end. Why are you in two months of rehearsals? Well, I mean, if, if, if I think that there is still, like, because they, they would then be a part of understanding, like, they. I think they are developing those cues that they need to call throughout the rehearsal. Like, they are, like, as they're going through this sort of, like, oh, yeah, okay, so that, like, a director might say, like, okay, we're going to, like, and this is what we're going to do here. Mm-hmm. That we know that that director isn't writing it down or like being thoughtful about it. They're just having the creative idea. The stage, and the manager stage manager's should be like writing it down. The stage manager should be writing it down and saying, and "Okay, and that means that we're going to need to do this." And they make it work no. technically. Really, you don't think they should? No, uh, I think the way it should work, and this is <laughs> this is really way more organized than most people would get. This mm-hmm. is way more organized than I would probably get. The way it should work is let's say you're in a rehearsal, right? And the director says offhand, you know, or pointedly to the stage manager, like, oh, and we need like a light transition Mm -hmm. here. And we need this set piece to come in. The stage manager should be writing that down Mm -hmm. right next to where they're writing all the blocking notes. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the rehearsal, when they send out the rehearsal report... Mm-hmm. which everyone should be doing, it should include lighting. Right. Cue at this, this. Mm-hmm. Set. Set piece comes on here. Right. Set piece needs to be this. And that is the way that the stage manager delegates everything to the right. proper channels. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. You just said the same thing that I did with more with more elaborate. Sure. Yeah, they help like they make sure that it actually gets done rather than just said. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I think what I thought you were saying is like the stage manager should be making a decision on like what the lighting should be and then not quite like like, that's a a lighting designer job. It needs to be a lighting designer job. I yeah. So I think that yeah. So I've seen stage managers do everything. I've seen stage managers be involved in casting, which is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever I think, witnessed. Like st- stage managers usually run 
like when they run auditions, mm-hmm. like they usually run the the like ad mini kind of side where the here's sure. like g- give me your headshot, your your resume, your here's your audition form, fill it out. Okay, you're you're next. You're you're at this point. Handing it off to the and creative I fully team. accept if in fact I've done this before. Mm-hmm. If I a think stage we're manager, about to the same thing, if yeah. a stage manager comes in and says like, hey, just so you know. This person was being an asshole yeah. to other auditioners. This person was doing this. Mm-hmm. I think that is great information to have. Yeah. A stage manager coming in and being like, well, you know, I think this person's acting was just better is right. really weird. Yeah. Like, I've it's seen not... that. Yeah. And it's strange. And even if, like, even if this person does have, like, I'm sure a lot of professional stage managers are aware of, like, talents and, you know, they, they can have ideas on that. It's just like, this isn't your lane. This right. isn't, this is like, this isn't your job. And it's like, I, we assume that the, the team that is making the audition um, choices have more specific thoughts in mind than just mm-hmm. like, is this person a good singer? Are they a good actor? Do they have talent? Do right. you like them? Right. I mean, like all of that. I but mean, I do for... agree. Like if you're being a, a, dick outside of the audition room your stage manager is probably there and they're gonna say like i don't want to work with this person that's going to like be rude to other cast members we had um our assistant stage managers when we did american idiot writing in the google drive that we set up for auditions about everyone's like attitude and actions during like if someone did something shitty in the audition room we knew about it before they even and you guys still cast me I know. Well, <laughs> we saw that you were like throwing people against the I was wall, getting into character, and uh, <laughs> acting like a '90s high school bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we decided to just let it yeah. let it go. Um, no, we, I mean, we did. There was an instance, which I, I mean, I don't even remember all of the details, right. but uh, that was a really smart audition process because yeah. we we had everything on a Google Drive, so we could talk live yeah, right without ever even like looking at each other mm-hmm. and there was one guy who came in who was like being a creep to one of the girls in the audition oh, room gosh. and we knew that before, before he walked in the room wow. because one of our assistant stage managers like wrote like hey this is happening right now in front of me Jeez. and then he came in and auditioned and we were like okay thank you yeah bye great oh it's great wow. i mean yes that is a good like that is the exact impact that that um, a stage manager should have on the casting decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, again, just reported it and didn't say like, you were not casting this right. person, just reported it. And right. You guys made the the right decision from there. Right. In my opinion. Uh, so let's move on. What, what else do you have written down here? I want to so like pick your brain. I mean, we the impact on casting, I kind of just, what the impact that a stage manager, like, as a member of the team has on, like, you kind of, somebody mentioned, you you had talked about somebody talking about, like, their job as, like, for with cast morale, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that, I don't think that it that is, that is a job of everybody involved in a show. Um, but there is something to be said about, about a stage manager's relationship with the cast in this weird way is very important. It's yeah. it 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 is just one of those things where because they're like sometimes a little bit weirdly distant from your craft, 
it is sometimes very interesting how they become such an important person for your morale. Well, you have to realize that, like, once all is said and done with the rehearsal process, like, once the show is happening, the stage manager is basically running everything. Yeah. That is, like, the stage manager's golden moment. Yes. Uh, The director, you know... Sets everything up. The notes are or should be done at that point. Yeah. The music director is often focused on other things, Mm -hmm. uh, as is the choreographer. You know, I've known directors who do the whole rehearsal process in Tech Week and then don't come to see the show. And I think that's fine because it is the stage manager's duty now to make sure it to happens. make sure that the scheduling is right to make sure that everything runs smoothly everyone um, checks in everyone checks that. in i yeah and i think that i mean it is not the stage manager's job to uh come in with like we gotta we gotta keep the morale up yeah. folks uh, it is perfect. however the stage manager's job to not just like be like, Tech Week is so stressful. I'm going to make it everyone's problem by yeah. screaming everything I say yeah. and telling people to fuck off backstage. And, you know, the band doesn't know where the boxes go. And, like, <laughs> you're, it's, <laughs> you can't just say, we don't do inside jokes on this show. With You have to explain it if you feel so inclined in this moment. Use no names and I know. nothing. Yeah, there was just a production that I did where such a great show a production yeah it's my favorite uh where the stage manager uh was very upset during tech week Mm -hmm. and was you know a lot was going on a lot was going on it had nothing to do with the show and the stage manager was kind of on a on a tear of like being upset around the theater yeah. And got was... on stage and there were these boxes that we were using for set pieces mm-hmm. and said out loud. And I don't think that it meant like looking back on it, I don't think it meant the way that it came across. Like yeah. it definitely meant something that wasn't what was said. But what was mm-hmm. said was the band doesn't know where the fucking boxes go. And we were all like, yep, mm-hmm. that's the set. And we're playing the music. Yeah. I don't remember what the intention behind that that statement was. I don't know if we ever found out. No, I don't think we did. Um, I don't know. But it I, has I, been an inside maybe joke they for meant many like, years. Yeah, maybe they meant like they just said the band but meant the cast. Because we were supposed to know where the boxes go. I but. think in my heart that the boxes were in an incorrect place, which was in front of the band. Mm-hmm. And this stage manager was saying this as like a, why the fuck would they be here? The band mm. doesn't know where the boxes go. However, yeah, that's just the funniest. And yeah, and the guitar player that was playing is just like one of the funniest people I know. Mm-hmm. And so the face he made was like just, oh, it was priceless. Oh wow, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean like, but it's stuff like that, right? So it's like, if you're gonna, and you said this earlier, if you're gonna let this like stereotype of like the stressed out stage manager 
turn you into a nightmare during tech yeah. week. Uh, that sounds like a user error. Yeah. Because I do, like, in the same vein of, like, every, like, there are, there are many different parts of the rehearsal process in a show that are stressful to different people. Sure. Like, for everybody, and I, I feel like it's just become this weird stereotype of, like, tech week is stressful. Tech week, And I've been to many tech weeks where it's not that stressful or it's not stressful at all. I I really am on, like, a crusade in life that, like, tech week is super fun. It can. It very it much should, can be. It should be because you're incorporating all of these elements. The yeah. music, the costumes, the lights, the set. Like, you're... You're really turning this thing you've been doing in a rehearsal process into a show. And it should be fun and thrilling and awesome. And for people to be like, Tech Week is awful. It's like, well, you know what? Here's what I will say. It is because a lot like a lot of things that wait for Tech Week that shouldn't wait for Tech Week. Sure. Such as. So like costuming, like like non-tech things, like. I like Tech Week should truly be like bringing in all of the technical elements of the show that you really like financially just can't do. I would consider until costuming then. a technical element. I don't agree with that. I don't know that I would consider that. A, I think that's still an artistic element, especially if there are costume changes happening in the show. I would costume consider change. it. I would consider it a I technical guess, element. I, I, but that's kind of the problem. Is that I think what makes it so stressful is that. You're adding in a lot in one week. Well, that's true. We did famously have a costume change that was the most stressful thing in the yes. world because they gave it to us so late. It was given. To, it was given very late. And I've this is this has happened before with me. I mean, here's the thing: in almost every every time I have to do a quick costume change, mm-hmm. the first time I do it, I am late. It is you are you don't know your timing. You don't know you like yeah. the act of all of the things that you don't do haven't become muscle memory yet. Right. So you're kind of like, okay, like and you're you're thinking probably a little quicker than your body can actually react. So like I this has happened, like I remember this happened to me in high school when I had to do a quick change. And the first time we did it, and it was during tech week and like shows in a few days, I was I was I, I had to like call hold essentially. And say like I'm not I I'm in my underwear like I'm I'm not ready, and the director got mad at me. He's like, "What is the problem?" And I'm like, "I j- I don't know what to tell you." Like, he's and in his mind it was like it's not that hard of a quick change, and he was correct, but it was just because it was the first time I was doing that sure. quick change. I hadn't gotten everything down. I hadn't figured out my rhythm yet, and I think you add that in like with. With the the scene changes that you probably haven't done before, sure. where everybody is getting into the the muscle memory of that, you're adding in maybe crew. If you have a stage crew that is entering in at the same time that actors have been standing in certain places, mm-hmm. getting ready for like there hasn't been this like cohesive thing, and it can get chaotic. But that I think a lot of it is because all of these elements are added a little bit too late, and. A lot of it isn't really practiced during the rehearsal process. So I totally agree with you that like particularly things that are, I'm just going to blow right by that. (laughs) Uh, Particularly things that are changes of costume, quick changes Mm -hmm. should probably be rehearsed as, as early as possible. Yes. However, I do stand by the fact that it is primarily a tech element. 
Like sure. costumes are a tech element. May- I could I could be swayed. I mean, it can be both. It, uh, the fact of the matter is, every everyone continuously comes in with like, oh, it's so stressful, and it's like, yes. it's only stressful because we did not prepare for it correctly. Cor- yes, that is one hundred percent correct. If you prepare for Tech Week, if everything is in place, if everyone knows their role. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people very poorly execute their role. You know, one of my, like, mentors uh, very famously and often would just be like, just stay in your lane. I never said that to you. Not, good God, not (laughs) you. Uh, (laughs) I... But actually, I definitely have told you to stay in he, your lane. Well, he would, not in that same he would vein. Say, he would, and it, it's just like so. I have seen anything you could think of. I've seen. I have seen a lighting designer give directorial notes. Oh, no, you know what I mean. Not. So like do you that. can. But if everybody knows their role, and has everything in place to execute that role, mm-hmm. then even the emergencies don't feel that urgent yeah because it's like oh okay well we'll just fix it by doing this Mm -hmm. because everything else is in place yeah when a stage manager and i'll I'll bring this around to like what we're talking about specifically when a stage manager comes into like a tech week already stressed out and frazzled or and i'm gonna make this assumption Mm -hmm. or choosing to come in with that kind of vibe because mm-hmm. they think that that makes them a true stage manager a true stage manager or way appear more be. professional yeah. or appear cooler or whatever it may be mm-hmm. that is just pure not being prepared yeah you're not doing your job well you need i you know you're not responsible for cast morale but you need to be steady yeah. On these are my, especially if we're talking about like, well, we're in a community theater and this means stage manager means 18,000 different things. Mm-hmm. You need to come in with all your ducks in a row. Yeah. As best you can. Absolutely. As best you can. And and the, I want to make it clear what we're saying about like this, the, the idea of coming in with a negative attitude and like, or already stressed is something that can be said about every person's role in a, in a production. But we see this stereotype with stage managers more because like you can if you ever if you want to Google like T-shirts or merchandise geared towards stage managers, it'll all say things like I'm a stage manager. I'm always stressed like it is this constant stereotype. And when you let that stereotype kind of dictate how you're supposed to be. So like these these this idea of like, well, then if I'm not stressed, then I'm not doing a good job. That's just not true. It's simply probably the opposite. Oh, it's absolutely the opposite. I mean, the thing about live theater is that things can and will go wrong at all points. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it thrilling in a lot of senses. I mean, when we were doing Rent a few months ago, opening night, somebody passed out in the audience and we had to call a hold for like half an hour in the middle of act one, right before Santa Fe. It was crazy. Um, it's not but one like, of my favorite songs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a skip You could have skipped it's it. It's a skip track. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, 
these things will pop up. A light will blow. Somebody yeah. will lose their costume. You know, like the, the fire curtain will catch on fire. <laughs> but uh, the way to prepare for these things that we don't know mm-hmm. is to be as prepared as possible in the things that we do know. Yes. You yeah. cannot control what is out of your control. Mm-hmm. You can only control what you can. 100%. And you need to be as focused on that as possible. Yeah. There, this, sorry, uh, this I have a story of, uh, I mean, this was a professional theater, but um, when I saw Cinderella at um, yes. North Shore, um, I'm allowed, I'm saying only nice things, so yeah. I can't get in trouble. <laughs> um, but it's, that's theater in the round, and during... Um, also, they're a professional theater, fuck them, who cares? Yeah, sure. Well, I no, I I really liked that production. Um, I'm sure, it was, I heard. It but was this lovely. was this is no. I actually had a problem with audience members in this one. But I sure. liked how I don't know if this was the stage manager, but I would like to think it was. Um, so during um, stepsister's lament, mm-hmm. um, she throw she actually takes her shoe off and throws it, and she like her she tries to throw it down the aisle that people use because it's theater in the round Uh so she i mean she's singing she's she's killing it i thought she was amazing but she throws it it veers off course and it i it it goes past me a few rows back into the audience um doesn't hit anyone like she throws it at the floor and the idea is that it just travels along that aisle but it veered off a little and went into the audience um and then the idea is that it's left there and like it's left in the it's supposed to be left in the aisle and then when the actors come through for the next thing. They pick it up and do this kind of like, what is their shoe doing here? And then bring it back to her to like put right. on for the rest of the number. Sure. Um, and I see the actor come by and he's like, ask, he doesn't see the shoe. He's asking me like, have you seen a shoe anywhere? And I'm just like, I, I don't like, I think it went that way. It's not, I don't have it though. And he, like, he's got an entrance he's got to make. So he's like a little bit frantic and, like going to other aisles and like asking like is there a shoe can you, it, it was thrown could you could you give me the shoe and no one does anything like nobody helps him and so he goes on he makes his entrance says his line and pretty much says like i don't have a shoe like and she has to do the rest of the number with just one shoe Amazing. she's still great at it but she's this show's not over so eventually a stage man i i think it was the stage manager comes by and like i got we got we need the shoe like where is the shoe and I'm like I like I I don't remember very well, but I'm pretty sure it's like three rows back behind me. It couldn't have gone that far because it's like it's it was on the floor. And then I think event like she like the the stage manager is just like asking people and was like I'm not leaving until I get the shoe. She needs to do the show. And I think somebody finally gives her the shoe. It's fucking and chaos. I'm just like a little bit. And I'm just like guys, why wasn't anybody giving her the shoe? Like what, what? Did you think it was a souvenir? Do you think the people asking for it back were kidding? Like who? No. But yeah, like he pretty much was just like, "Where is the shoe?" Like I will crawl down on my hands and knees and get in here. This person cannot walk around a stage without a shoe for the rest of the show. That's and it just made ridiculous. me think like maybe did they have like backups? Like they must have had backup shoes. Surely. Like just in case. Like if that, that was probably their last case scenario but i was just like honestly good on that stage manager for like being like not nah, like we're getting this shoe back oh my god i just don't understand like if i if it had been me and a shoe fell in front of me i wouldn't have touched it 
like I I don't know I wouldn't have like picked it up like <laughs> but but I just left it there and then if somebody came by and asked for it I would just give it to them it's Cinderella you give them the shoe yeah that's that's the whole show a lot of it's shoe not Cinderella talk. I know it's not Cinderella's slipper but you know what I I feel for the stepsisters so it's kind of like Cinderella's of slipper to me and that's my uh, things go wrong in live theater there we go and, like when you get really you, you do these wild things and you're like I mean, that's an you know, you're like you're gonna throw the, you're gonna throw the shoe, and it's gonna go into the audience, and here's That's how right. we're gonna get back. That's you have right. to think of all these things, and then contingency plans. Yep. What if somebody had stolen that shoe, and just left? That's the thing. I was like, first of all, fuck you. Like, don't yeah. do that to it. Like, don't do that don't to do that, anybody. But... but I also figured that they were like, let's have a backup pair on on hand just in case. Sure. But like, it's a they're they're a theater they yeah they don't steal from them you don't so do let, that so let's talk about let's talk about stage crew yeah let's talk about the stage crew i my here's my kind of thesis statement on stage crew mm-hmm. i just don't think that they are used at all correct and it's it drives me insane that they're like i don't think that a lot of i know i want stage crew i want stage crew i to hate do, a fucking stage crew I want them I there. I hate because, a stage crew because so you much. Never do transitions. You never have to do transitions. The ensemble does. And it's dumb. It is one thing that they add to you during like ensemble has to do all of those set transitions and all of the stuff. And they and it is given to us tech week. We are not told or like we don't practice anything and we are just given a list of like, here are all of that, your transitions. That is a director error. Sure it is. That or is a full you get director a, error. Or if you get a crew who is no. faster, well, that's all God, they have to no. think about. It's all they have to, because here's what happens every time. I mean, yes, it's, it, it's partially a director issue, but it's also like they'll give us the list and be like, okay, well, I have a quick change before this. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do. And they have to redo all of it. And it like goes into that lack of preparation thing that makes Tech Week worse. Just get a stage crew so, and then work with them. So directors and or stage managers, if you're hearing this and you're not going to have a crew because I know you're not going to have a crew. I almost never doing it. I don't like it. I love it. Keep on keeping on. Why? But as you're rehearsing, please, we did this over the summer with the show that I did. As you're rehearsing, you have to let your actors know you are pulling on this set piece here. You are There is a transition here that, you know, grab a chair and act like it's mm-hmm. a flat or something during yeah. rehearsals. Bake that into it. It is a part of the blocking of the show. Mm-hmm is the transitions. You can't just forget about them until tech week. That is, you're exactly right. Yes. That is being unprepared and bringing in unnecessary stress, just like all the other things that we were talking about. However, I hate a stage crew. Why? Oh. Is this another thing where you say, I don't know? No, I think that- oh, look um, at you with opinions. I think that it oftentimes is not utilized very well and it completely destroys the experience when you already have a ton of people on stage with hands who can move things. I I disagree because I think seeing people. I mean, here, so here's another thing. Here's what I'll, I will say about transitions in general, and when you use your ensemble members to do them, mm-hmm. when you see it, it does break the illusion of seeing actors in their costumes 
moving set pieces outside of their character. If you see people like just regular people in black moving things efficiently, more efficiently than the people who than your ensemble members, it bothers me. Why? It bothers me. Pulls me right out of it. I'd rather see an actor break character and move a set piece. How? Than to watch. How does that break the illusion? Fucking less? Joe, somebody come on in a black t-shirt and move a set piece. Well, I, I just I yep. That doesn't make logical sense. Oh, I mean, it's just an opinion. Uh, mine uh, comes from the, I have there's a theory behind mine though. Where's your theory? There's a theory behind mine. What, go it, for it. It, it. it it is adding at the end of the day, it is adding people who are completely unnecessary to the production. I would say that the necessity comes from actors not having to break character in front of an on an, an audience. I think it depends on the show. But I think most all shows have characters. Yeah, but I think most shows lend themselves to like you can grab a chair and walk off with it and nobody's gonna say anything about it. I don't I mean I don't, also a lot of like thing it. a lot of things are becoming like weirdly like Brechtian anyway. So like we understand that we're in a theatrical space. Sure. We understand that we have to get this set off and another set on. We already have a cast of twenty five people. We have and a lot of times, and please consider this with a lot of the theaters that we have worked on, a lot of times you have a backstage area, the space of this right. chair. Sure. So we're going to add 10 more people to just stand backstage? Listen, I'm not saying I would rather have a crew, but I understand. Listen, you I, you know I've talked about make it work for your, for what you have. And if a crew is out of the question because of the space, that's fine. Please, please, please do your transitions in character somehow. Make it chore. I love, love choreographed transitions. Sure. I, I like. It's a part of the direct. Well, that's the thing. The same with like you have to rehearse it. It's a part of the directing is to like. Maybe not like why are we moving the set pieces? Because that like can get a little Make weird and existential. But like, here is what we are doing with this. Like here is you know. You're going to move it like this, not yeah. just like drop character and walk off stage. It does have to be like if you have like a heightened character, you should be continuing that heightened character as you move a set piece. Yeah. Up. That and that totally makes sense to me. Um, you know, if your character is like a renaissance dancer, then you want to keep up that facade as you're like moving the chair off stage. And I think you could totally do that as an yeah. actor. That just takes a little bit of uh foresight from the director to be like hey you need to do this and also like stay with it in most that's, cases adding the a next step. crew is just so much work and it's so many people it's so many people even logistically thinking about like a cast party and getting food for a cast Give party me a and break. ordering extra food oh for people. Oh my god. These are real things. We all pay for our own food These anyway. These are real things. You don't have to worry. No, stop it. No. Oh, no, not the food. To make the experience. <laughs> Give me a break. That's the reason you don't want to have a crew because you don't want to feed them. I want you going, oh no, not the food as like a, <laughs> it's like a clip that I can use. Not to just the like send food. to people. 
Um, You've got to be kidding me. That's the I'm not dumbest you. thing you've said. No, it's it's logistically a crew is a nightmare. No, it's not. And it doesn't look good. Give me On a top break. of it being a, a logistical nightmare, it looks like shit every single time. Well, it, it is. I know. I think that having a crew that just that just moves the set and do, like does the transitions looks better than having the ensemble do it with no intention besides acting like the crew, which is what you have to choose between because. Again, until directors start taking our advice and saying, choreograph it, make it look smooth, make it look like something that's actually cool to watch. Because otherwise, I mean, I will say your audience is just like, I'm waiting. I will I, say that oh, a lot of people don't understand the uh, onus of a playoff in yeah. musicals. Yeah. Well, there, just the, there have been a yeah. lot of times where I'm like, oh, this song has a playoff. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will inevitably say, oh, well, all right, well, we, we'll just do the, the end of the dance again. And, the, and it's like, no, a playoff means that you're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you're playing them off, Johnny. You, yes, there are vocals. You're going to do it while we're leaving the stage and taking set pieces with you, yeah. perhaps. In character. I've seen it with done. With No, I've seen it nice. done very well. I, you know... I don't um, think I've seen it done well once where I was when we like, did something rotten waiting. over the summer. We were like very intentional about like you are bringing this on. We rehearsed it. We the uh, actors were still in character as they came on. They came on as their characters bringing set pieces with them. But we were also very intentional about. Well, I say we not, not me. Yet. I was music directing. Uh, the director was very intentional with saying for the set. I want things that are can be moved on and off by one person so it's not a whole big set right. transition i think that's another part of it is that's a good point i mean if you're going to have a massive set with a billion changes covering the whole set in mm-hmm. drapes and yeah then and like taking a, them oh, down yeah uh, oh yeah we did that well i did you didn't i didn't I was too busy doing whatever. Whatever. Um, I did. Ha- the, oh, that. Well, here, you know what? Here's the other thing I will say about like yeah, go for it. because this is this is this that that drape thing makes me think about when um, like the the idea of like ensemble members, you're gonna do this, and here's your list of things that you need to do. Do them during Tech Week. And then I remember like w- one of the things was for me to take off the like help take off those giant fucking drapes and. Every time I went up, somebody else had already done them. They're like, no, it's okay. I got it for you. And I'm just like, why? And I was like, okay, well, I just walked on, looked at the trees and walked on. <laughs> Which is funny. But now, see, that is an issue that you could go to the stage manager with and be like, hey, can you tell them not to do that? And that would be a stage Either that or it'll be like, okay, if they can just do it all for me really quickly before I even have a chance yeah, well, how to about just I just do it. not even do it right or, or what if you know here's an idea how do we get one crew member to no. do whatever I I like the idea of like get get a crew involved get them involved early and like have them be a real part of this and you know what you shell out a little mo- more money for food at the fucking cast party I also have to say that like my recent experience so like when i was growing up doing theater the theater that i worked at would get a crew Mm -hmm. for every show and most of the time most of those people would be just sitting backstage doing nothing in the way just in the way that's why you work with them earlier to figure out where is not Mm -hmm. in the way for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I, yeah. Sure. I'm absolutely right. If that's right. possible, I... <sighs> Where is not the in the The only way other time is... I've worked with a crew is... Uh, I've done teen shows where they bring in the parents as a crew, and that is a nightmare. Well, they because they don't give a shit. They don't. They will get or, in the way. No, I don't think that is actually the problem. I think they give too much of a shit, and they end up doing way too much and no, having way too many right. ideas. Mm. Nope, just I need you to walk on stage and grab that tombstone and walk off. <laughs> uh, I don't actually need to hear how you think you should do it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I think, uh, personally, a crew takes me takes me out of the experience. It takes me out of a show uh, when there are... Now, there are a lot of variables with this. If you have a very small cast show and a very large set, a crew would be incredibly beneficial. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want three people, like, dismantling a set in the middle of the show. Like, at that point, yes, you need to have somebody there who can... Who can move things? I would also uh, I, here. Here's my my compromise: mm. is whatever it takes to get your transitions as fast as possible, so that the oh. scene is ready by the time the music ends. Right. So, like, if the actors already on stage, we're just walking off stage and taking things with them instead of having a whole other crew. But of if people you come need on. more people to help you do that, then mm. you get a crew. Mm-hmm. Because I I have not yet seen when I no I can say this pretty clearly I have not yet seen the transition where the cat's taking things on and off doesn't end in a I'm sitting here the music is done or it's just vamping the same measure over and over again and I instantly become bored out of my skull for about a minute. There was a vamp. <laughs> when I- I'm just gonna call up the show. Oh shit! When I did Adam's Family, there was a vamp, and it just was like it wasn't anything that anyone necessarily did wrong. It just happened to be a long scene transition. Just by you the know, nature, it would have made it faster. No, no, no. We had a, a crew. crew. We had a crew. Did you? Uh, yes, uh, a, it, a it bigger was, crew. It was just a. <laughs> anyway. It was just a long transition just by nature of how the show is written and the vamp that it held on and the sound patch that we got for the keyboard. That was the only thing that was happening was keyboard. And I can only describe it as like just like a dentist drill going off. And it was just like octave C's. And the top one was just like this high pitched whirring. to the point where I had to be like, we have to play. I don't care what you play. (laughs) We have to play something else yeah. in this vamp because this goes on for like two minutes I'd holding on this one oh, no. measure. I would walk out. Oh, it was awful. I just uh, scene transitions really take me out, and I, I, what I want are entertaining transitions that end at the right time and smoothly go into the next scene. Mm-hmm. That's all I ask. And yeah. if you need a crew to do it, which you don't, you. Most likely do. You probably do. In almost every single show that I've seen. I've never seen and a been show in. that requires a crew. I, yes, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, but I'm going to keep getting more extreme with this. No. Then please get a crew, don't work with crew, them. Though. And and don't make the excuse that you don't want to feed them at the cast party because we all Hashtag as individuals. 
pay for our own food anyway. Not Everybody ships in Depends. $20 anyway. So it doesn't matter. It Bake it into the budget. If you if you don't, don't ask them a, to pay for it. Don't get a crew. It's distracting. Get a crew. Get a so crew and use them well. Make them rehearse a little bit. Make them rehearse with you. Make sure that you rehearse. If you're going to have a crew, please bring them in on the rehearsal process. Yeah. Make them a part of it. But don't have a crew. So that they're not like make sure find a way for them to not be in the way. It's not that hard. Cast gets in their own way and you fix that. Sometimes. Yes. Oh, all the time. Are you kidding me? Is right in front of where the, the audience line stops the best place for you to be standing when I have to run off? No, get out. Where you, I always stand. I know. Get I out. Like of, and watch. you're the cast. Get out of the way. <laughs> same thing. You can tell the same thing to the crew. The same issues that you have with a crew are the same is logistically is the same issue that you have with cast. No. You, you, There's you're. There's so more people. It doesn't matter. The cast is in the way anyway. The crew, uh, you can at least tell the crew, like, without, with, with, like, unless they have a reason that they need to go on stage soon. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where your your crew area is. You are sectioned off over here. Get your Here's fucking how you crew get, box and get stay in there. there. <laughs> or just your ro- there, a room, an area. Get your it's fucking like, crew cell and stay there. Oh, my, no, the way you're making it. Listen, we, you should, Put you have to do that same thing with the, the cast, box. too. If you're not about to go on stage in the next 60 seconds, here's where you're allowed to be. Get out of the way. Don't have a crew. Have a crew because it's necessary. It's not. Don't have a cow, have a crew. Hey, if people wanted to write in and talk about how unnecessary crews are in most modern musicals, where would they do that? Um, They can not email that terrible take Um to theatermandate at gmail.com theatermandate all one word at gmail.com but when you're ready to talk about how I'm right and crews should be included in in mus- in shows so that your transitions aren't garbage mm. go ahead and email that uh, if you want to DM us on Instagram Twitter if you want to comment on um, any of our TikToks the hash- the the not the hashtag the tag is all theater mandate, one word. Everything is theater mandate. One, one word. word. Yes. Don't actually put one word. Oh my God. What if I Theater mandate, all, one word. What if I changed all of our socials to theater mandate, one word? It's just like the longest. That's our email address now. And it's then like I the longest to... thing ever. Theater mandate, no dashes, one, one word, no, no dashes. dashes at gmail.com. And every single time I have to explain that theater mandate, one word is one word. Oh God. Uh, I should never make a make a mistake uh, recorded and then no. sent out again. No. Theater mandate. All right. No dashes. One well, that's, word. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, Adam. Bye, Trey. <laughs>